Well, hello, stackers. Uh, tonight's something a little bit different. We're going to talk about uh, my mate Pete Ranzula and his uh, upcoming film Anticipation. Now, uh, we're lucky enough to get out on location. So, uh, yeah, we're usually in the studio having a chat to someone. But something different this time, we've got... Uh, well, we've got to go out to location because I still haven't built my fucking studio. I'm still building it. But the good news is... I've actually started building it. So today we knocked up three walls, uh, two to go, and uh, we're going to make our uh, we're going to make our purpose-built podcast studio up here in Butler, Western Australia. So uh, when you come and sit down and do a podcast, you're going to love it. There's going to be uh, TVs in there with the latest YouTube stuff, uh, plenty to drink. There's going to be a bar. Uh, a jam spot it's going to be brilliant it's going to be absolutely great so uh yeah we're in the middle of building that but uh getting back to the anticipation film this is something that a good friend of mine peter ranzullo is uh actually filming on him he's doing it himself now how it come about was quite interesting now you're going to hear it a little bit later when i interview glenn herbert who is the main uh i'd say the main character in um in this film so uh yeah peter ranzullo is is the main man he got this idea glenn came in to uh record he has a band called the beautiful cartel went into pete's studio scudley records to record his album and pete's just sort of had a look at this fellow and just gone man like we should do something with this guy and uh i, I got to meet him the other night and the first thing that came to mind was he's a bit of a knockabout dude, you know, he's pretty, pretty casual, um, you know, like he's, and, and he kind of reminded me, of, if he's going to be in a film, it's going to remind me of the film Kenny, um, where, you know, the fellow of Jacobson, I can't remember his name, but he, um, he, he kind of appealed to everybody because he was just such a normal bloke, and I think that's what's going to appeal in this, is that just the yeah, everyday bloke who happens to be able to sort of put together a great tune. Well, he wants to make it in the industry, but the problem Lenny has, which is his character's name in the film, is that he has social anxiety issues. And I remember we've done a few podcasts, last couple of podcasts, where Pete and I have been off to do a couple of gigs around town, and we've been talking about the film. Well, it's actually started to go into production, and we've got some uh, some names around town to actually appear in this. So, uh We've got Naomi Tracy is going to be in it. Now, she plays uh, she plays the role of uh, the door girl uh, in the scene down at the Swamp Basement. And uh, Naomi just looks great on film, just absolutely nailed the part. Um, she's really casual, got that sort of rock persona about her, and just looked absolutely fantastic on it. So it was really cool. We also had Crystal Webb and her band, The Princess Sickness, um, them jackdaws. And uh, my band Blackjack actually turned up and we were playing the Swan Basement scenes, which was really good. Um, got some bad news during the week. Mick Merlin, uh, the wizard who plays bass for my band Blackjack, is actually leaving to go back to Melbourne, but to be closer to his kids. So I couldn't be more proud of you, mate. Well done. Um, it's been really good playing with you. And uh, ah, basses, they're everywhere. We'll go find another one. So it's all good. Um, but yeah, the, the, the movies are coming along very nicely. And I must admit, like, Glenn Herbert's role is just absolutely perfect for what Pete's trying to 
uh, create here. And the story, just in a nutshell, is about a guy who um, who wants to make it in the music industry, but has social anxiety issues. So he's a bit afraid to get up on stage and do his thing. So uh, yeah, look, it's all happening. So if you want to check that out, go to uh, Scudley Records Perth uh, Facebook page or Peter Ranzullo's Facebook page. Have a look through and you'll see some beautiful stills being shot by a black magic camera, by the way, in 4K. So it's absolutely awesome. I mean, uh, you can take any still and, and blow it right up and it looks really, really good on film. So, uh, and also looks good digitally as well. Like it's, it's 4K, you can't beat it. Uh, well, you can't, you can get 6K, but Jesus. All right, so uh, look, we've gone out, I've gone out on location, got to chat to uh, me mate, Ethan who I grew up with in Broome and is down here, was uh, currently uh, not playing in a band, but was in the band Cavalier. Uh, we've got Clint, um, Clint Hodges, who oh, he did tell me the name of his band, and you'll, if you listen to him, we, we are talking about it. It's something crazy. Clint's the most out there dude you'll ever meet. He's hilarious, but you'll hear that in the interviews. Uh, we also chat to Glenn Herbert, the main character in Anticipation, uh, playing the lead role and uh, talk to him a little bit about how the role came to be and uh, have a quick chat which uh, kind of didn't make a lot of sense but was kind of funny with Crystal Webb uh, and her band Princess Sickness um, yeah so stay tuned have a listen if you want to check out how the studio is going go to Stacks Podcast the Facebook page I'll upload some photos as to how the studio is travelling and uh, that way you can uh, see how we're, how we're travelling as far as getting that uh, podcast studio built. Not too far away, uh, I estimate uh, three months and we're going to have it fully operational, but I did say that three months ago, so who knows. All right, thanks for tuning in to Stacks Podcast. Stay tuned, interviews are coming. Stacks. G'day and I'm here with me mate Ethan and we are on the set of a little film called Anticipation, a local WA film. Ethan, for the first time mate, welcome to Stacks Podcast. G'day, how are you? <laughs> Good mate. Uh, Ethan's from uh, from Broome originally. We met when we uh, were living in Broome mate. Good times up in Broome, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, simpler days. <laughs> I think it Mate, was. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. And uh, we knew each other as students. Music. Was it what? What were we doing? Was it music? I can't remember. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> it was like uh, we basically went to school. We just mucked around. Yeah, hung around, played instruments. I think we learned a bit about PA shit that yeah. kind of sunk in. Yeah, <laughs> I try to remember. Well, I I bought a book and learned it all again about a year after I left. <laughs> so. Yeah. No, it's, um, it, was, it, was, it was good fun while it was, uh, while it was happening. And oh, I look back now, mate, it was great times. Yeah, it was, it was. Playing at the uh, Broom Cup, I've seen that splashed all over the West Australian this week. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, the, you know, the pearl in the north. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, yeah, I miss, I miss those days and I miss the, uh, the, uh, the, the gigs and the people and, yeah. and the fun, you know. 
Yeah, what of a wobbly nights, I suppose. We, apo- <laughs> we apologise for talking a little bit subdued, but uh, we can't be too loud because they are actually filming at the moment. Now, we're on the set of uh, a feature film being shot in Western Australia in regards to the music scene here, and it's called Anticipation. Now, it's about a bloke called Lenny, and Lenny is a guy who wants to make it in the music scene but has social anxiety issues. Now, Ethan, you've been roped in tonight to play the lead of uh, to play the ro- role of a uh, a roadie. Yes. For a band called Warriors of Justice. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we needed the most rock and roll motherfucker we could find, and Ethan, you kind of fit the bill, son. Oh, nice. Yeah. As with my herpes and all. Herpes and all. Like, <laughs> you're gonna just just. You're gonna fang out with your wang out for us. You're gonna get. You're gonna expose a bit on on celluloid. Yeah, yeah, might drop me ducks if they um, pay me enough. Mate, I'm looking at all that. You, you got rings on your fingers. You got fucking shit going on everywhere. Bells on my toes too. <laughs> have you got a Have you got a Prince Albert? Ah, uh, no. no, I haven't got any piercings. No Prince Albert. Nothing. No. Do you want one? No thanks. <laughs> I'm pretty bad at darts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think they got a dartboard in here or any pool. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck that, splinters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, mate, what's what's happening in uh, Stacks Podcast? Usually hints at the music scene, but we do like to get dudes in from all sorts of stuff. But a little bit of background on Ethan. Uh, yeah, he's a dude from Brew, mate, and you're uh, currently working at Good... Hang on, now I've got a question for you. Are you the longest-serving guy ever to work at McDonald's restaurant? No. How, lo- how long have you been? Was is it? You got to at least have ten years. Yeah, just ticked over last this year, I think. Do you get anything from Macca's for ten years service? Oh, I've been casual most of the time, so. Uh... I know you're casual, but oh, it wasn't the question. Like, is it, <laughs> do you get anything for for working for being part of the team, flying the flag? Ah, uh, no. I've worked for. A, no, no gold watch. Two different franchises, yeah, so it's sort of not really hung around. I sort of keep my head down and just get on with the job. So they, uh, if you spend like 20 years at Macca's, do they do, they do anything special for you? Like, um, I'm, 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 I'm not sure. Like a McHoliday or something like that? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Mate, I remember driving through the drive-thru at, uh, uh, at Broome. I remember you, we, you used to get pretty hammered up in Broome and... I remember you always saying, fuck it, let's go through the drive through I'll get us free Maccas. I've probably just fucked him up. Yeah, they'll probably come. They're, lit- they're, they're uh, litigious. Is that the word? I'm not sure, yeah. When they want to... Is litigious the word? When you want to... They'll sue you? Um, Lit- lit- litigatory? That's out of my vocabulary. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> they'll sue you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, if they know now. No, but you used to, I remember you used to, we used to drive through and you introduced me to the pounder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we used to, uh, that was a thing that uh, me and my mates used to do when we were what, 14, 15 years old. And we'd go down to Macca's after school or something and order, order us each a pounder and uh, see who can get through it the quickest. I remember you saying to me, you said, oh, I'm going to get you a pounder and that, you know. I challenge you to eat a pounder. Man, I was, I was ready for another one about two minutes after you gave me the pounder. Oh, I, I don't even think I could get through a double double quarter now, that nowadays, you know. Well, I trained on the double quarter pounders, which is actually half a pounder. I've, I've been trained on those for years, and 
I usually follow that up with a, a triple cheeseburger and 20 nuggets. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. I, uh, I don't eat that much Maccas anymore these days. I think I had my fill of it. You know. I, I bet you would because it did. I mean, it's like anything. I remember I worked at a chicken joint once and I just, for a long time, didn't like chicken. Yeah, I suppose it's one of those things. You sort of just, uh, when when you have too much of one thing, you sort of uh, get used to it after a while, you know. So you've stopped having sex then? I'm back on wanking at the moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot, of, lot less complications there. Oh, true. I had sex once, eh? Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I think it was anyway. <laughs> Weren't there for most of it, eh? I wasn't. Nah, nah, I wasn't. It was accidental. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> I think a nurse brushed me while she was putting in a catheter. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it the bloke that was in hospital? Nah, what happened? The nurse, you know, nurse came over to check on him. He's got the respirator thing on his on his mouth. And he goes, "Excuse me, nurse, are my testicles black?" And she goes, "Sorry, are my testicles black?" And she goes, "Well, no. Let's have a look under there. Oh no, they're nice. They're round. They're pink. And it's all good under there." And, so, and he takes the mask off. Sorry, are my test results back? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Have you ever been, um, have you had an operation? Have you been on that, remember the, you know, the gas that puts you to sleep and it, it's got that sort of a sweet taste about it and yeah. it sort of catches in the back of your throat a little bit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you had your second knob removed, didn't you? <laughs> I've, I've been under the knife a few times. The uh, last two times was on the, uh, my tailbone, just above me. That's right, I remember that. Yeah, right. I remember you had that, it was your cossacks, you, you had a, like a, Something was going on there, like it was pretty bad. Yeah, uh, it's called a pylonidal sinus. A pylonidal sinus. Yeah, all it is is a hair growing in a in a small um, hole. I reckon I got one. I reckon I've got one of them. Yeah. Do you want to have a look? Can you tell me? Like, are you expert enough to actually be able to look at one and go, "Yep, that that's one." Well, no, because I haven't. Because it's not it's not in my ass. It's on the, right at the top of my crack. It's right at the. Do you want to have a look? I haven't seen mine, so I don't know. Oh, fuck. I was hoping you'd have a... So if I show you, you're just going to go, it just looks like a zit. Oh, it could be. It could be like that, yeah. If you it's been there for about seven years. All right. Yeah, go have a look at <laughs> Mine came back. And I had to get it um, I had to get it sorted again a couple of years ago in in, uh, in Armadale Hospital. And they uh, put me under again and... Hooked me up with some nice drugs, which um, had me feeling a bit lightheaded for a few days afterwards. It was good fun. Couldn't sit down for a week, though. No. Nah, made shit in it. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had a red spot on my ass once, and I showed the doc, and he said, he said, uh, what are you in for? I said, I want to show you this red spot on my ass, and the doctor goes, oh, I see them all the time. I said, oh, what do you call them? He goes, we just call them a strawberry. And then I said, oh, yeah, so what do you want me to do with it? And he said, I'll oh, just put some cream on it. <laughs> Strawberries and cream. <laughs> yeah. I think your boyfriend needs to put glasses on. Why? So he can hit the spot. <laughs> with your dart with a dart with his dart. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh Ethan, uh, mate, you're a bit of a gun brewer. Oh. A bit of a gun brewer. I've 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 sampled some of your wares and one of my favourite is your ginger beer, but mate, how long have you been making your own piss for? Uh, I think I was having a look through my records the other day. I think since about 2014, or yeah, yeah, 2014, sort of um, just picked up a kid off someone, and um, 
you know, just started, you know, doing a lot of reading online. Sorry to drag the mic away, but did you just say you picked up a kit off someone? Yeah, just like um, a friend of mine uh, lent me a, 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 a child. No, 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 not a kid, a kit. <laughs> uh, yeah, lent me the bucket and a few bits and pieces to uh, get myself started. And and you hang on, you had a bucket and a few bits and pieces and you made beer, not a bucket bong. Yeah, 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 I'm not that way inclined, I suppose. Now, we're sitting in the Swan basement and we've just had uh, Mick, Mick Merlin roll up. Mick, uh, just cutting a bit of a podcast for Stax. Uh, How are you, mate? Cut away. Let's go. <laughs> Mick loves a podcast. <laughs> I love cutting. Yeah, you love cutting? Mate, so we're here at this... I cut tape way back in the day. A video, video, I mean film. No. Uh, reel-to-reel tape for turning off to regional radio stations when I was a jingle engineer. A jingle engineer. I used to make radio ads. Can you tell us one of the better ads you made? Uh, oh, it's been so long, but yeah, I, I would sing them all day because you'd be hearing the same ad a thousand times. I like aeroplane uh, jelly. No, that you wouldn't have heard of any of them. And you're yeah. not, you're not that old. Don't put me on the spot, but yeah. Did you do any? Uh, uh, did you do any? Uh, did you do any hemorrhoid uh, cream commercials? Uh, no, uh, you know I only remember the melodies. All the words mashed up because we reused all the beds over and over and over again. Right. So, like, we'd hear the same music so many times. Hookers do that. They use the beds over and over and over again. They do. It's a bit fucked. Do you know what I'm talking about, Ethan? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but anyway, yeah, so you do the same thing over and over again, but because they're regional radio, they were all in their own broadcast zone. So as long as the guy that was running the whole shebang had a map saying, oh, I've used that music bed here, I've used that music bed there, he wouldn't put the same bed again for a different company, but he'd make, he was clever about it. So, yeah, but so we'd make these music beds and crank out the ads by the, like a sausage factory it was boring but good it's a typical Aussie morning it's a typical Aussie day and I'm sure proud of the state I'm born in in a typical Aussie way have a go you can do it oh, yeah. have a go remember that ad <laughs> vaguely <laughs> it's about a, it's another ad that's about 105 years old yeah what's your favourite ad Ethan oh wasn't that Grim Reaper one back in the day for AIDS, was it? You know, with all the beds and who have you fucked? Mm. And who have they fucked? Actually, they've, they've just used that guy again on the Dick Smith population ad. They're, they're, oh, the same guy? The Grim- yeah, it's the Grim Reaper guy. Same dude? Same voice. So when you hear uh, Dick Smith's ad of like war, famine and pestilence because, you know, we're running three times the normal population input. Uh, should be seventy thousand instead of two hundred ten thousand. Well, Dick, Dick Smith's. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he's, he's campaigning. He's saying bring it back to normal. Bring well, he's trying to, to stop. Average. He's trying to stop the population expansion. No, he's just, no, he's just saying bring it back to the long term average, which is seventy thousand a year. Oh, you're talking about immigration. Yeah, that's what his ads for. And the the Grim Reaper ad voiceover guy has done the Grim Reap has done <coughs> a bit Grim Reapery kind of ominous voiceover for Dick Smith's. Let's. So basically, well, well, let's calm the farm it, on the input. So you know? basically, he's made a uh, let's cut back the immigration slightly to a sustainable level. Well, to the long term average. So we and, don't and catch. The same as the Western So, nation, so we yeah. don't catch AIDS. No, just to let the infrastructure catch up because they pump the cities you know, on the east coast full, but they say, well, we're not going to build anything else new. You just squeeze in. Fair enough. Yeah, and that's a bit annoying. Stuck in traffic and it just gets 10 minutes longer every year. Mate, so what do you know about Anticipation, the film that we're working on tonight? Anticipation. I don't know. That's about all I know. 
I anticipated you were going to do that. I know it's about a museum, you know, and we're the awesome flying Wallenders or something. Who are we? What's our band name? The Warriors of Justice. That's it. Warriors of Justice. Sounds like, you know, Warriors, come out and play. (laughs) Warriors, come Come out out and play. (laughs) Very early 80s, isn't it? Do you remember the movie? What? The Warriors. It was like, back back in the 80s, they were massive... On making gang films, like like apocalyptic gang films, you know, like, like gang fight. Like Escape from New York, you know. Like Robocop Two, when they had the splatterpunks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. More like uh, the Wanderers. Do you remember the Wanderers? Well, wasn't that the movie? It was I don't know. It was Reb- Rebels or something like that. They were trying to get home through all the enemy turf, and they had to well, fight all the gangs. No, Escape, Escape from Escape from LA is a bit like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. And Escape from New York as well. Oh, that's the one I meant. Yeah, yeah. that was wicked. Yeah. Snake Plissken. Is that was his name? Snake I remember Snake. Plissken. But it was uh, it was Kurt the Russell. D- Kurt Russell. Yeah, Snake. Back when he was he was the man. Eye patch. Snake Plissken wearing an eye patch, gliding into the jail of New York. They turned New York into a big free free range jail. Sorry, all the crims in, and they walled it off. And it's like right. you guys just survive in there. And anyway, well, Ethan would have been a sperm when but, that. And the president's plane crashed in the middle of the jail, crashed into New York. And so he had to get the president out. So they put this suicide thing on him and said, if you don't get him out, you're going to die. So go get him out, and then we'll let you out of jail for good. And so, of course, Snake Plissken. Snake Plissken. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, that's right, because he used a glider to glide in, didn't he? Sneakily, yeah. yeah. In, in the dark. In the dark. <laughs> with his eye patch. With his, <laughs> twice as dark. You know, the only thing I didn't like about him is always had a one-eyed opinion. Yeah, well, well that's why I call him Snake. <laughs> Because he had one eye. <laughs> Was he Japanese as well? <laughs> like He's got a one-eyed snake. Yeah, I wonder if that was part of it. Probably not. I think we're drawing a longbow here. True. So, uh, let's talk a bit about where we are. We're at the Swan Basement. Ethan, when was the last time you played here? Oh, I can't remember the last time we played here. Oh, it was last year sometime. Probably early last year. Wasn't with us, was it? Uh, we done a gig. We done a gig down here, and I think we said, "Can you guys come and let's have a jam together?" No, no. I remember playing that one, um, but no, it was the last one we played here was with uh, Secondhand Stoke and a couple other a couple other bands on that night. I can't remember the rest of their names. So a lot of young young younger bands it was, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When was the last well, was I, I played upstairs a couple of times. Not with you, but with uh, Sean and Axel Bender. Axel Bender. Yeah, yeah, we played in upstairs was good. Uh, mm. a little bit smaller a stage, but um it's fun enough. So what's happening with Axel Bender? You you kicking it? You doing a few? St- oh yeah, yeah. It's been a mishmash. It's been like, uh, yeah, we've got a bit of a stable lineup now. We thought through a bunch of singers, <laughs> and the new one even plays a bit of guitar, so it's fun. Is that the guy that plays? He's got a what sort of guitar has he got? That's a creamy greedy. Yeah, it might be a, like a Thunderbird. Is he the one on the? If you can find him on YouTube playing, is that the? No, I don't know. Has he, has he got YouTube? Has he? No, I think no. I think there's a clip on YouTube. Axel. Oh, Bender. there is. Yeah, yeah. There would be one little one from the. Yeah. That gig. yeah, that gig upstairs. Was that the last gig you played with Axel? Yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, it was about, about a month ago, exactly, roughly. Uh, no, no, I've done some acoustic gigs. Um, done some down at Frio with another bunch of dudes. I played just acoustic stuff. Oh, was it the dudes at your place Bilge. that night? 
Yeah, bilge. Yeah, on uh, on New Year's Eve. Yeah, minus the drum, we kicked him out because he was a bit nuts. He was he was nuts. Yeah, no, that was last night. I ever saw him because I said bye bye. Mm, he was <laughs> he was a little bit out there. Yeah, very. The grandpa's very guitars. He was very unusual. Grandpa's guitars. Great. Yeah, we're still just acousting. Oh, I've got my acousti bass, yep. and uh, we just crank out the else. What one? The uh, the alien, the Warwick. No, no, actually, I sold that last week. To went off to Darwin. Oh, did it? Yeah. Spion, I was actually going to buy that back. Yeah, I know, but anyway. You were I taking know, too I, long to buy it off me. I never, got, yeah, I never got around to it. I made 100 bucks off it, too. Nice. Bonus. So we'll split it 50. You can buy us a beer tonight. <laughs> oh, minus the strings. Minus the strings. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. Uh, but, but no, I've got a four-string uh, ovation-y sort of guitar. The this, this place, we're just looking around. We've got a couple of pool tables, gym beam lights, very low ceiling <clears> with a stucco-type finish. The, blue? the carpet is sticky. We've got some, we've got some retro... I reckon they've come out of a bowling alley. Yeah, that's what they look like, like or, or like the old um, milk bar sort of. Uh... Yeah, there's a lot of them though. So yeah, man, unless it was a really big, you know, a big shag shack or something. They're definitely not made for here. They're pretty retro. They're very asymmetrical, you know, with like a big wave up one side. I know, it make you seasick fucking looking at the things. Yeah, yeah it's like the rolling ocean. Don't make me sick, man. They'd, yeah, they'd look really good in an old like sort of if they had like a retro bar sort of set up like a. 50s kind of rock and roll joint. I reckon they'd do all right. I think I've got the era right. Maybe 50s, 60s. I don't know. I'm not that old. Well, we might wander around the room and uh, catch up with a few other people. So there's going to be a lot of people here tonight. We've got uh, we've got Crystal and her band tonight. I can't remember the name of a band off the top of my head. Uh, the Witches of Eastwick or something. Wicked Witch? No, it's not that. Uh, we'll find out. But apparently word on the street is there's someone now at the bar that can pour us another drink that's a strong possibility we are near a bar let's do it have a look g'day and we're back at the swan basement i'm here with crystal how are you crystal i'm good jay how are you from uh wicked wicked <laughs> wicked witch witchy witchy woman princess sickness sure Witchy, witchy princess. <laughs> no, nah, it's princess sickness. I honestly couldn't remember before. You're going to hear it previously. I'm trying to spit out all these names as to what it was. Did you record it? Yeah, when I was trying to figure out the names. <laughs> so uh, here at the basement, we're here for... The filming of Anticipation. The, uh, Thanks, Matty. You look like you're all over that. I am. It's... I like the segue. Crystal just looked at you and went, fuck if I know. What are we here for? It's yeah. because Crystal's in nine bands. Correct. So someone's got to keep it. <laughs> nine bands. Old How's nine she doing? bands. Old nine bands. Old nine bands over you here. Know, you know what? You know what? I get around Perth a bit, you know, and, and I get around Perth a bit, and all the yeah, time Perth. everyone goes, have you heard about old nine bands? And I go, oh, who are you talking about? They went, oh, that chick in that band, Wicked Witchy Woman or something. And I went, you mean Princess Sickness? And they go, oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Old nine bands. You know, she's got a re reputation out there now. I know. Uh, as for being in nine bands. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, not going to allude to anything. Else. Well, I, I actually, I think I know. I think I know what what a what a method is in a madness because cats have got nine lives, right? So you you can get sacked from the band nine times before it's all over. Yeah. So you've got yourself covered. You have got contingency plan in place, which is probably genius. And we're the idiots. Correct. Correct. So we're here for anticipation. We're here with we're here with Tristan. Is it Tristan or Tristam? Tristan. 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 It's whatever you want it to be, baby. Jeff. We're here with Jeff. 
Big Jeff. Big Jeff. I'll Jeff. Jeff. I must have well, Jeff walked in tonight and I was so stoked to see him because I haven't seen Jeff for a while. And uh, he's sporting the best, like, Mo, and you've got a bit of frazz going on up top. Who's the actor who goes, big titties, and then blows up shit? It's you know, not uh, Morgan Freeman? Nah, nah, not, nah, not Morgan. <laughs> no, Morgan Freeman would probably go, big. He, he's, his voice would be a lot deeper. Yes. No, the guy, uh, he was in um, that baseball, he was an ex-baseball player or something, and went down down and something, down in East LA or something. Not... You've got you've, you've got, got that look going. Yeah. Um, Wade Boggs? No, no, no. We're thinking of the we're thinking of the comedian. He's he's in uh, he's in that movie where oh, yeah, the movie with the, the movie, you know, yeah, the, the yeah, with the, the title, yeah. the title, and it's yeah. got the ending and yeah. the and the actors in it. The actor, yep, uh, yep, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know the one. Yeah, the yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah, the actor. It's uh, uh, directed by that guy. Yeah, like, who directs? Yeah, yeah, um, with the explosions. Yeah, and, uh, and he goes like big titties. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're talking about Michael Bay? No, I'm talking Michael about uh, the movies. Oh, fuck! It's got Jack Black in it. It's got um, the dude out of who who plays Iron Man. Yeah, he's yeah. black in it. Oh, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. Right, so the yeah. dude that goes the, the, the explosion guy. Oh. And he's oh. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Him. The actor guy. He's in Eastbound and Down. And down, in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Eastbound and Down. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Danny McBride. Thank, Thank you. Yes. We've got it. All right. Crisis averted. Danny McBride. Yeah, you've got the Danny McBride thing happening. I'm not sure if that's a good thing, but. <laughs> I don't know. A bit of comical guitar tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you do say big titties before you start your gig tonight? <laughs> I, 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 and then just like come out with a big open chord, just like big titties. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. You made my night. So here we are at the Swan Base. What does the Swan mean to you? It's a bit of an establishment that's been around forever. What's Crystal? What's the Swan? What What do you think when you think of the Swan Basement? The Swan was the first place I ever did a gig at. Really? Which Which one of the nine bands was the? Oh, it's a very very old band. That isn't one of the nine bands. <laughs> <laughs> old ten bands. <laughs> You know, you know, you know, you know your nickname on the streets, Graphic EQ. What? Old thirty-two bands. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's a it's a muso gag. Yeah, but not uh, a band slot. No, not at all. No, it's just like you've been in a lot of bands. It's true. Yeah, we've all been in a lot of bands. Yeah. What was? Hang on a minute. What was the first band you were in? What was the name of it? Uh, Across mirrors. Across the mirrors. Across mirrors. Yeah. Across mirrors. Across. Across it's a bit mirrors. dirty, doesn't it? Across mirrors. Yeah. Like cross swords, yeah. Yeah. Matt's on what you said, cross swords. Across streams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. You're not supposed to do that in Ghostbusters, especially, remember? Oh, yeah. Bad shit happens. That's a great movie. Crossed, across mirrors. Across mirrors, yeah. What about you, Crystal? Uh, red tape. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, cross mirrors, red tape, and Maddie? Black Jackal. That's close to blackjack. Yeah, yeah. I think we're, we, that's why we had to change it because blackjack's so popular. We had to go and change it to something else. Black Jackal. Well, there's a band called Jackal too, so it's yeah. probably good that you did change it. Yeah, that's when we were about 13, 14. We thought it was sounded pretty cool. Did you have a chainsaw? No, no chainsaw. Is it Jackal that had a chainsaw? 
I don't know. What are you talking about? There's, there's an American like hard rock band where like they play, they have a chainsaw, like on with stage. Pick, with is it like got picks on it? So you just yeah, I think so. They, 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 they muck it up. They make noise with it. It's like a stage. Absolutely. Yeah. Sweet. Start a new band. <laughs> no comments. <laughs> and you just play with chainsaws. Yeah. Ten chainsaws. Ten chainsaws. Can what was you it? Your chainsaw to E flat. <laughs> Have you seen that thing where that guy gets the drill and he's got all the picks on it? I yeah. think it's in a flat yeah. wheel and he's like, and he's doing that. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same thing with like with with the chainsaw. Yeah. And then we just drop the chainsaw until it starts coming into the guitar. Did it all start with Led Zeppelin and Mr. Uh, old Violinbo? Old Violinbo. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think so. But people like you know, like Spinal Tap did the the two violins together, all playing a guitar with another guitar. That would be. I think that's the, the height. Did they do that? Yeah, I think they did. Playing guitar with it. That's pretty genius. My first band was Splattered Yak. Yum. Yeah, and it was it was named that after uh, Ren and Stimpy. Used to smoke a lot of hooch and watch Ren and Stimpy, and then we like, we should start a band, man. What are we going to call it? And then I heard this, like, the, the Royal Yaksman or something like that on Ren and Stimpy, so Splattered Yak. Lovely. It's, it's so enticing. Yeah. Yeah, so we're uh, Pete's over in the corner. He's getting ready. He's lighting up the stage. You guys are about to hit the stage and uh, do what song are you doing for us? What song appears in the uh, film, Crystal? It's called Only for the Night. Only what? Only for the night. Only for the night. And is it only for the night? I wrote it about all my bands, obviously, because <laughs> they're only for the night. So. So it's got nine choruses. <laughs> I thought it was 32. I'm going to oh, 32. No, no, not yet. You're working towards 32. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you still haven't got the 32 band thing? Yeah. No, not yet. Man, I don't know. I haven't kept count over the years. I think the joke's gone straight over her head. You're on to a matter. I'm all over it. All over it. Could be 10 band. Well, the 10 band next. If she reduced the damage called the GE7. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your favourite uh, 32 band, mate? DBX is mine. I reckon DBX is pretty solid. Yeah. I, I don't know how to use that. Hang on a minute. What? 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 Just let the cat out of the bag. Ah oh, man, that was our chance to just have something that. Wow. Is that mold in the corner? No, that's Adam. No, I mean over there. All right, we're not making any sense, so we're going to leave it with you. Pete's about to uh, shoot these guys, only for the night. Um. Very good. So you're about to appear in this anticipation film. Uh, for me, it's going to be something like Clerks. It's going to be something pretty special here in WA because anyone who's a muso is going to be too sticky, beaky not to have a look at this film. Exactly. Yeah. We're on the ground floor. It's all up from here. <laughs> Actually, we're in the basement, not even the ground floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll let you guys do your thing. Uh, I'll rec cool to record a bit of your playing live, but of you're just in the background. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds fresh. Sounds fresh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Just to say. G'day, we're back again with uh, Stax Podcast, and uh, the guy I'm about to talk to is actually the lead role in the movie uh, Anticipation being shot in Western Australia. Tonight we are in the Swan Basement. In the background, we have uh, Crystal and her band, and I keep saying Wicked Woman and Witchy Woman and all that kind of stuff, but it's Princess Sickness or something like that. 
So we've got the uh, the main man here himself. We've got Glenn. Glenn Herbert, how are you, brother? Yeah, good, mate. Mate, uh, what an awesome story. So here we are filming this uh, film Anticipation. Uh, I've got a bit of a bit of an antagonist role in it. And, uh, mate, can you tell us a bit about, about your role? Um, yeah, Lenny's a, a musician who's... Uh, He's been at it for a long time and he's, he's got some anxiety issues and a lot of different things going on in his head, you know, and, and the biggest point of the movie is uh, what do you do when the biggest thing stopping you is you? You know, not just the competition around you, you. So basically in getting over that and learning, you know, and basically trying to really connect with a lot of things that uh, creative and artistic people go through, trying to, trying to get somewhere and trying to make it. So, yeah. Mate, I've, I've, I've blown sunshine up this bloke's ass for years now. This is uh, Pete Ranzillo, who is the major guy. I mean, he's the Quentin Tarantino of this film. He, he, he's got a recording studio in, in Bassadine, as we, as we know. You've gone in there to record, is that true? And then got talking? Yeah, mate, I just went in there and um, I got, you know, sick of not doing anything with my music and I've written a lot of songs over the years and I was looking for someone where I could work with as a producer that uh, basically would help me and it wasn't going to cost me thousands and thousands of dollars just to get a couple of songs done and so I've looked around for a very long time and then I found Pete and you know his, his prices are very very reasonable and he has no time limits to his songs so I started recording an album in, in there um, for my band Beautiful Cartel and then as we've gone over all of that and everything in the last couple of years, it's, it's just kind of, um, I guess, spiralled into uh, something a lot bigger now, doing film with Pete and also doing the main character myself and just about finishing, just about finished now uh, um, a full-length album for Beautiful Cartel. Um, yeah, basically it's just, it's, in the last couple of years, it's just taken right off and, you know, from where I was to where I'm now is such, such a big difference. And, contrast you know mate you, you talk about pete and having no uh time limits to recording songs it's one of the beautiful things about him but mate I, I recorded a single with him about six years ago and it's still not fucking finished <laughs> <laughs> I, I still go oh no can you no can you no i'm not all happy oh no our band blackjack's been together for nearly 10 years and we still haven't got a we haven't got a song down on vinyl mate we've got nothing <laughs> I mean, we're tired as fuck being playing around Perth for years and we just can't record. It's, I don't know, it's, just, it's our curse, I suppose, but that's what attracted us to Pete too. And, and I was actually the first guy ever to record with Pete, anything at all. That's and we've cool. done a uh, comedy album, but, um, mate, I, I'm a big big fan of his as much as a good mate, and, you know, and to see what he's done and to, to see he's just... He's gone out and bought himself a, uh, a Blackmagic 4K camera, which is the shit, and... Uh, yeah, now he's Pete. Well, he's not the guy guy that'll buy a, you know a, a good camera and and not use it. You know, he's gonna he's gonna do the best he can with what he's got, and he's been doing that for years. Yeah, man, he's unreal. Just you know, especially his studio. It's 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 very simple, but he's got everything he needs there, and he's you know doesn't really have all the bells and whistles. But I don't think it's hey, what needed. Are you what are you talking about? I can't fucking walk in the joint. He's got shit he doesn't need in there. I tell you. Oh, absolutely, mate. No, actually, actually, I've got to take that back because it's getting bigger and bigger and more and more you know, stuff you, all the hey, time. You know, you know he's hard of sight, right? He probably doesn't know how much shit he's got in his studio. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Pete. No, he's awesome, mate. No, it's great, you know, great to be involved with this, mate. Like, I'm really, really excited, Jai. And uh, I, I love the way that Pete works and how much uh, passion and basically, you know, um, 
how much attention to detail he really, really, you know. What 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 I'm loving about it is is and and especially with your character is that you kind of got that that remember the remember the show Kenny remember how when when he came out and he and he done um, uh, I can't remember J- Jacobson I remember his surname was but when he ca- when he came out and done his thing he was everyone could relate to him because he wasn't like a movie star he was this knockabout bloke and and you've got that quality as well like he hasn't. Pete, and uh, don't, please don't take it the wrong way, no, but he hasn't no, gone no. for someone who's got the chiselled looks of a movie star. He's gone for your average Joe Blow, and he's telling a story, and it's it's so much more relatable than, than I'm going to say it, after bullshit you get these days. Yeah, mate, I totally agree. And, you know, it was something he's never really done in the acting. Um, it's, it's, it's quite a big thing for me to even be part of, but at the same time, I feel like a, a lot of this is based around loosely around my actual life and experiences over the years, so... A lot of it's just being myself most of the time, so there's not so much, I guess, you know, acting involved compared to being someone who's, who's not so close at heart to me as a person. Yeah, yeah, good point. Mate, um, so, yeah, you're saying first time out for you, like, doing a bit of acting, and how are you finding everything? Uh, it's a little bit daunting, but also very exciting, mate. You yeah. know, it's, yeah, it's a bit different, and just seeing how everything works, and basically learning, you know, all the time, um, new stuff, and about kind of, you know, different, um, I guess, uh, categories and whatever, of art and, you know, film and audio and whatever. So, yeah, very, very keen for this and see where it goes. And, yeah, like, I love just being here, mate. <laughs> mate, do you think uh, after this film, do you think it's something that you want to pursue or do you think it's you'll wrap it up after this one? Is it something that you haven't thought of? or? Um, I haven't really thought that far ahead, but at the same time, you know, if I got offered anything or something looked promising, I'd probably jump into it because I, I quite enjoy, you know, all kind of different aspects of music and film and, and always have. So I, even though I've only been a musician, you know, for the last 20 years or so and done no acting, I'm really, really keen to get into a lot of different things kind of within the arts. Mate, the Beautiful Cartel, it's a band you've had around Perth for a little while. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, it's um, something uh, I started about uh, probably six years ago and it's gone through a few different members. Basically, uh, the music doesn't really have a set genre it's alternative music and i've just released i was just about to release a cd with 10 different songs and pretty much 10 different genres on it with me singing on them all and i've written most of the music used a little bit of other people's stuff here and there you know like kind of session musos but yeah just about to release that and it's it's quite eclectic i'm, I'm not sure how that's going to go really because it's so different from one song to the next that it's almost like listening to a radio station not so much a band Mate, I, I play a role in this film called uh, Max Tempo. Uh, Ryan, Wal- is it Walden? Ryan Waldron or something? Something, I don't know, something like that. I better find out. It's going to show up in the credits, but I don't really care. But uh, I play this sort of antagonist, mate. Now, it's it's funny when they say art imitates life because I, I can be a tosser at times, I must admit. I'm that kind of character, and that's probably because I'm, I'm a fucking confident cunt. That's probably all it is, but... Uh, I'll just use it like I've got no fucking hang-ups. But do you, do you find your character in the film is it is it true to you yourself or parts of it? A, a, a lot of you know the actual character, yeah, is definitely me and things I've gone through and um, you know, just based loosely around my life over the last sort of twenty years, trying to get somewhere in the music scene or do anything, you know. And uh, but there's a lot of stuff that's quite. Um, it's a bit different to who I am as a person, so I'm going to have to kind of fit into that role a little bit more here and there, you know, like... Because Lenny has got that anxiety, hasn't he? That, that 
and it's more like is it the do you think the character has more of a fear of failure yeah i think it's a lot to do with that mate um fear of failure and um you know basically just not feeling kind of good enough like being good at home and practicing for friends and everything and being great you know being an absolute rock star and then getting in front of people on stage and just clamming up and basically everything kind of turning upside down you know and he he has that happen a lot over to him over and over again and he has to find different ways to sort of settle his mind down and sort of get rid of that anxiety and turn it into anticipation you know instead of anxiety all the time because it's it, it just destroys him kind of constantly and that's a lot of the movie is trying to get over that and just you know i guess find the support that he needs and a few little things that really help him start to change who he is as a person and start to uh recreate himself to be the person he kind of wants to be and that rock star and that person who you know he's happy to be in front of people and not scared and who, who can make jokes and who can just you know he's got that attitude like a water off the duck's back kind of thing you know so yeah oh. i mean it's uh, yeah, it, it is tough especially if once you're the front man as well I mean, if I was a drummer sitting back behind you, I think you wouldn't have nowhere near the issues if you're putting everything you've got into writing, into performing. You're the singer, you know. Are people going to they going to comment on the way I sing? Are they going to comment on the way I play guitar? Are they going to think my songs suck? You got? I, I guess you got so much more on the line. Yeah, it's, it's very personal, and yes, yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you're kind of wearing your heart on your sleeve, and. If people don't like it, or you know, you have a, have a bad night, because that always happens with gigs and playing anything. You can you can do so well for so long, and then you have a night that just tears you apart, you know. So, yeah, I think. Oh, fuck, sorry, man. That's all right, mate. Years ago, I, d I did a gig with a uh, band called Average, and it was a comedy night, like a musical comedy night at uh, PJ O'Reilly's in South Australia. Shout out to PJ O'Reilly's, uh, and also the Rhino Room over there. But that aside, they. The one thing that stuck in my mind from that night, apart from all the funny stuff they sang, they had an argument over a song because the song was their children. And as much as it was comedy, it actually really sank home with me that you, I guess when you have a song that you really care about, you do care about it like a child. Absolutely, mate. And, uh, it's a bit full on, I know, but... No, no, absolutely. I totally agree with that. It's very close. It's, it's, it's your baby, you know what I mean? And especially, you know... With mixed opinions and all different things going on within anything that you do you know it's hard to listen to the right ones and kind of let let the bad kind of you know just go you know what i mean because a lot of the time sometimes you know it just takes the littlest thing or the littlest instance it's trying to just kind of uh wreck the creativity that you've built up or that you know um confidence or self-esteem you know mate so you've been gigging for as i said you've been amused for quite a long time can you tell us a gig that just went totally fucking tits up Oh, plenty, mate. I've had, I've had fucking, yeah, plenty of. Is there any that stand out that you just like it all just turned to shit? Um, I had one a while ago, a fly by night in uh, Frio, and I've got up and um, basically my guitar was way out of tune. I don't know how it was because I tuned it just before I got there, and uh, basically I got up and then I had stage gremlins for about half an hour through, you know, first pretty much half of my set and then I um, had to borrow a guitar and it wasn't, wasn't until then that basically it all started to come together again but for that first half an hour it was it was just absolutely fucking I've had nights grueling. where I've had nights where it's like the guitar just does not want to be tuned oh mate you know and it's grueling because you got to stand there and kind of just cop it and do the best with, that you can with what you've got but if it's not sounding right it's it's not very easy 
what are you playing, man? What's uh, what's your favourite guitar, Glenna? Um, I've got a Fender Strat, uh, 2007, um, American made, uh, custom. So it's actually uh, one of my best friends' uh, dads who uh, who passed away last year, and for my birthday. And my best friend uh, got told by his father who passed away to give his favourite guitar to me, so that's oh, wow, very that's, close to me. And yeah, that's that's awesome. And the guy being a luthier and also a guitar technician has got it set up better than anything I've ever played in my life, and it's just it just sounds amazing, mate. I love it. Oh, uh, oh no, you don't play tonight, do you? It's next week. No, I play the Civic next week, mate. Yeah. Nah, uh, you get the, you get the Civic, I get the Swan Basement. Hey, mate. Max Tempo is not fucking happy. <laughs> You need to give Renzulo better back rubs, mate. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not. I tell you what, I gotta, I gotta learn to suck dick so much better. Ethan, welcome back. Just poured me beer. How you going, bloke? All right, um, mate. You've been short of words tonight. What's going on? You get a bit. You, you're not normally shy in front. Oh yeah, you are. You are shy in front of a mic. That's why you're a drummer. <laughs> full on, full on, full on, mate. Um, so. Uh, have you talked about release dates when he's aiming to sort of get all this out and when he think it might happen? Mate, I'm the last person to know any of that yeah. <laughs> most of the time. But um, I'm thinking maybe earlier next year, but I, I think this is something that basically Pete's not going to let out of the bag until Pete's really, really happy with it. And that might take a while, you know, but I think once it is finished and done... And I want to be the, I wanna be the guy that does the, uh, the ad for when it comes out. It was a dark evening. He had anxiety. <laughs> I got nothing, mate. I don't know what to say. That <laughs> he likes cheap hookers. Well, I've got to agree with that. But <laughs> uh, imagine, imagine, imagine the like you know the guy that does a voiceover on the ads. He suddenly started spruiking what he likes. It was a dark winter's evening, but I like cheap hookers. <laughs> There's no, yeah, there's there no, no hookers in the movie. No. Maybe. There maybe is talking about. I don't know. No, we because there's not many like female parts, or there's no like love interest for that Lenny. And I was like, is you know, that's ah, good, good question. You gotta have, you gotta have some is, is Lenny, love interest. So no right? love interest for Lenny. No, I'm just wondering if he's celibate or maybe uh, you know, what celibacy? Oh yeah, the porn song. <laughs> Let. <laughs> I won't say. I won't say Lenny. Glenn doesn't know about Buffett. He's he's not really onto the Buffett thing, but he will be by the end of the film. So I reckon we uh, all have a big show one night. All the bands that performed in the movie, I reckon, have a bit of a. I think that'd be amazing, mate. Yeah, I really would, eh? Well, because yeah. great bands playing. Cut it down to say twenty minutes each, because there's about nine bands or ten bands in it. But yeah, cut that. it down like four or five songs. We just set up the back line, so you walk in, plug in. None of this fucking bring your own shit. No, it sounds great, mate. Honestly, I'd be keen on that. Yeah. Set up a stage. I've got enough back line to set up a whole stage. So. Yeah, awesome. And uh, have a, uh, a launch to celebrate the film and then uh, maybe have it, we could probably put on a projector and play it and then uh, and then have the bands play. That'd be a pretty pretty good shindig. Yeah, I think it'd be awesome, mate. And, yeah, we have to... And a barbecue. Bunnings snags. Let's fucking release it at Bunnings. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to wind it up. I'm sure there's shit to go do. So uh, that's been Glenn Herbert, who was the lead role, playing Lenny. What's your surname in the film, Lenny? He doesn't have one, mate. Doesn't he? Because I've only ever seen Lenny. No, uh, I didn't get that far. <laughs> Too hard for him. Too hard. I think it might be Lenny Lennington, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Lenny five bucks. 
<laughs> That's how Lemmy got his name. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Lemmy, Lemmy Kilmeister. That's how he got Lemmy, was because he always just said, oh, can you lend me 10, 10 quid? All the time, yeah. So, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's how we got his name. All right, well, it's uh, mate, good chatting here, Glenn, and uh, we'll chat later on down the track. Yeah, awesome, Joy. It's been and, great. Uh, uh, maybe we get uh, the beautiful cartel to come into the studio once it's built and uh, roll out with a really good Stacks podcast. Sounds great, mate. Talk yeah. shit, drink some Japanese whiskey, and see what happens from there. Yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> see you, brother. All right, have a good one, Joe. Inside, come outside. I'm here with the one and only Clinteris Majority. Yeah, Macarena. Yeah, <laughs> Macarena. Hey. <laughs> Clint, been ages since you've been on Stacks, mate. What's going on? Uh, Tell us about your band. You've got a band called... New uh, band called Spudgun. <laughs> Spudgun. With Alex Harper on bass, Nathan Cavalieri. Winter on... No, Nathan Winter on uh, drums. Wicked fucking drummer, wicked bass player. And myself on guitar and vocals. Love it. What more do you want to know, Sonny? Well, I'll tell you what you want. <laughs> what you really, really want. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want and all. So, uh, yeah, we be, we be playing the Clancy's Fish Pub on the 2nd of the... Uh, Fuck off, like. <laughs> The 2nd of September, What's the 2017. What, what is the payment at all? Is it a couple of pieces of fish like? Oh, you don't even know, but it's supporting an old member of the Clash. <laughs> yeah, the good old Mick Shepherd from the Clash, his band, the Young Pomeradians. We got asked to, to, to support them. Fucking Young Pomeradians? The Young Pomeradians. I bet you they're hairy and all. Oh, I bet they are, Toy, I bet they are. They lift up their own, they lift up their arms and it looks like they're carrying two Pomeranians, oh. black Pomeranians under their arms and all. Oh indeed it does, though, indeed it does. When did we fucking turn Irish? Uh the second I did an Irish accent, you kind of followed. <laughs> uh, like a like a true bass player. <laughs> yeah, true. So we've got a uh, crystal in the background pumping out some tunes. Yes. Standing right in front of a speaker. Yes. Shall we go into should we go somewhere quieter? <laughs> I will if you will. Oh yeah, let's go. Oh, we can't we can't actually g'day we're we're back again. Another segment. We're gonna call this the Knights of the Round Table. I'm here with with Merlo. Yep, that's me. Ethan. Clint Hodges. Clinteris. Bonjour. <laughs> Bonjour. <laughs> I know, oh, I was getting a little bit getting a little bit silly. Um, anyway, I was sitting there and uh, I said to Mick, I said to Mick, mate, what are you drinking water for? And your answer was? A hangover. And then Clint said? What do you want a hangover for? <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> oh, the hilarity. The hil- Jesus, good to laugh, isn't it? Yes, fellas. Hi, Captain. How good was that? How good was that? Ethan just Ethan just spilled a bit of beer back back into the beer. Perfect. So, uh, fellas. Um, yes, Jai. Oh, mate, sounds pretty excited in the background. Who's the band? Who's the band playing now? I don't know. <laughs> The y- they're called the Yoohoo's here, but they're called the Yahoo's are in Japan. Oh. 
uh, doesn't actually say. So we're here for the uh, live venue shoot for the scene that Lenny meets Max Tempo. We've got the Jackdaws about to play. So we've got the Jackdaws in the background. Yes, we do. Jackdawing their way through another set. Yes. As they do. Yes. So what's going on, Clint? Tell us a joke. You've always got a joke up your sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Why do bugs... F no, well, fucking... Why do ducks fly south in the winter? Because they don't want to get raped. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Did, hey, this, this... Speaking of ducks, this lady come into a, into a vet the other day and she's gone up to the vet and she said, um, can you have a look at my duck? I don't think he's doing too well. And it was a dead duck. The duck was dead. No, I'm, I'm ducking. I'm ducking serious. So anyway, like they're looking at this duck, and then uh, the, the the vet goes, "Oh look," he said. Well, she said, "Can you can you tell me if he's dead?" He goes, "Well, do you want to hear my prices first? And she said, "I don't care. I, I don't care about the money. Just tell me, is my duck dead?" And he goes, "Well, I tell you what. I'm going to get someone to have a look at it." So in walks this cat. This cat comes in. <laughs> then looks up at the vet and starts shaking his head as if to say, no, it's all over. And then the cat just walks out of the room. Then this dog walks in, a golden retriever. Looks down at the cat and... <laughs> looks up at the vet and starts shaking his head, no. And then just walks out the room. And then the veterinary surgeon turns around to the lady and goes, yeah, it looks like you've got a dead duck. Anyway, so that'll be 160 bucks. She said, $160? I can't afford 160 bucks. Well, he said, it would have only been $20 if you got me to just do it, but I had to get a CAT scan and the lab results. <laughs> oh, it's good to laugh. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, joke for the day. So, uh, tell us... Oh, geez, that's a good head. <laughs> uh, tell us... Tell us about good head or... Give me a head, baby! Whatever it was, two chords. You got me burning at 100 degrees. Da, da, da. Each oh, time I see you, I go weak in the knees. I'm singing, I know. I'm singing, I know. You give me a head. I don't think... I, who'd you say it was? Radiators. Aussie band. Oh, yeah, it was. I thought you said angels. I know. Da, da, you give me a head. So what's going on? You've had a few bass issues tonight, Mick. What's happening? Well, it was a bit corrosive. <laughs> we had a corrosive is this battery your, your terminal. Are you saying your playing is corrosive? <laughs> I would say your playing might have been, because this thing it was your ex-bass I bought. True, I did sweat a bit. when I, I played that yeah. one in Broome, I think. Yeah, well, that would be humid, wouldn't it? Oh, no, no, no. I had that one in uh, Port Headland, so it does get hot up there. Yeah, and a bit of sweat in the battery case. Anyway, I changed the batteries when I got it up here. Put it into nice lithiums, but... Might have a bit of poor headland left on it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, battery cracked off. So pulled it. You you managed to strip it. I wrapped it around the terminal, clamped, crimped it back, and voila, she's working. Once again, wedged it in there. Two batteries, two nine volt batteries. That thing takes. The other one was fine. So it's a nice tight compartment, and uh, oh, oh. We, we are active on eighteen volts again. I went out today. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> 
I went out today. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was good. Yeah. I saw things. Yes. I went out today. Yes. And saw things. Into two? How many pieces did you saw him into? I don't know, but she looked at me first and said, are you a real magician? <laughs> oh, oh, nice. You don't want to get that one wrong, though. No, 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 no. I actually went out today and bought a whole packet of 9-volt batteries. Now I've only got four left because of you, Mick Merlin. No, no, I gave them back. I, I, my ones was fine, actually. It was your corrosive terminal was the problem. <laughs> Their terminal. Oh, my batteries were perfectly tongue-bolting. I, I licked one of the batteries. <laughs> Ethan doesn't do drugs. He just walks around with a 9-volt. And he just sits in clubs. Hey, Mark, you got a 9-volt for us. <laughs> And he just he just like he walks around Perth and pulls out his jacket and goes. Sorry, mate, I don't do nine yeah. balls. Oh, give us a fucking double acre. <laughs> give us a tingler. Yeah. yeah. What you want a D battery? You're off the fucking charts, mate. I saw the bass player go by once. I licked his battery. Tractor battery. Give me a tractor battery. And that was brought to you by Noel Fielding. Battery LSD. So this Battery, is yeah. we're, we're sort of pushing into about ten o'clock at night. Nice. Bit of a good night here at the uh, at the shooting of anticipation. We anticipate we're going to get on stage eventually, Mick. Battery. I mean, Heath's come all the way here to be the roadie. <laughs> Battery. What is it? It's something Ethan showed me and I had to run. Did you run to the hills? Yes. Smashing through the boundaries, Lunacy has found me. Battery! Go. Joe's the best part of the song. Let's let's have a bit of a thought as at the round table. What is the worst song ever recorded in history? There's too many to name, man. Most of them we haven't even heard. Thanks. Just bring one up then. Anything by Coldplay or Skrillex. Skrillex. What about Push the Little Daisies? <laughs> no, that makes me smile in a tiny way. It did. What about what about Barbie? Barbie Girl Boy? Aqua. There's a hit. What about the best song? No, not that song. But what about talk about the best song ever? Turn the page. Let there be rock by ACDC. Oh, good call. I don't know, I just turn the radio or change the station if something's bad. Now Spotify, man, so you don't hear a bad song. You thumbs down it, and then you don't hear it anymore. And that is a comment by thumbs Mick, who down. is clinically deaf Spotify and is. suddenly goes off on a different yes, tangent because so. <laughs> he didn't quite understand the uh, the question that was asked. But, hey, that's Mick. I just think laterally. That's why we call him the magician. Speak tangentially. Think laterally, speak tangentially. That's a hum and a half. Hum and a hum and a all right, so we're, uh, we're going to have a few more beers and we'll be back to you shortly. We are at the film set of Anticipation. And in the background, we have the Jackdaws jackdawing themselves. Crazy.
G'day, we got Stacks Podcast here returning uh, a couple of minutes later from our one before. Here's Jai Deeg with what really grinds his gears. Well, what grinds my gears, Clinteris, is all the fluff and bullshit we're supposed to do these days. People don't even understand what's going on. No one knows how people feel because we mask it behind nicety instead of just telling people how you feel. Like, every time I see Ethan, I want to punch him in the goatee beard because I'm sick of how fucking handsome he is. You! Yeah, you, Ethan! You and your goatee beard! Come here, I'll rip it off! I believe you. Well, I cut half of it off today. And then I see Mick and I look at Mick and he's got a goatee beard! Except for his, I want a stroke because it's got a bit of grey in it. And then I look in the mirror and I got a goatee beard! And I just rip it off! I rip it off! <laughs> and I leave nothing but a hanging chin full of flesh and sinew. He's a racker machine! That I am, sir! <laughs> Only strong survive! And the weak just... Of... Well, Jerry, as you can see in the third quarter, all I can see is that the strong are surviving. And we don't know what else is going to happen and in there. all I know is that the weak tasting at least seven days. Well, if you look at the stats, Jerry, it's the kind of thing that... If you look at the stats for too long, you lose 30% of your brain tumors, and then you get more of a brain tumor, Jerry. And I'd like to point out that most stats are made up on the spot. I believe it's 80% of stats are made up on the spot, Jerry. I believe it's 82.6. I don't know. It's been a big afternoon. And there goes Pete. <laughs> there goes Pete with the camera. We're uh, finally driving back home after a night of shooting anticipation. Uh, producer, director, writer. There's any more titles you want, Pete? <laughs> Go on. There must be one more, at least. One more. Uh, Benefactor. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any more we can give you? Well, editor, eventually. <laughs> oh, yeah. True, true. Editor. Editor chief. Yep. Uh, grip. Grip. <laughs> well, we got composer. Yeah. Uh, what else? Composer, all right. Uh, fluffer. Fluffer. Gerbil <laughs> <laughs> trainer. Gerbil <laughs> trainer. Well, to be fair, they were pretty much well trained before they came to me. <laughs> Just instinct, I think. Well, you do have to get the best performance out of people in the studio. So, <laughs> yeah. so been, we've been filming all night, and I must admit, the gerbils that you trained, Pete, worked outstanding tonight. They did well. They did really well. They're, uh, <laughs> they're well trained. Uh, totally. I've, I've never had a polite gerbil say to me, like, excuse me, sir, do you mind if I just climb inside? You know, like, I promise I'll go in feet first. You know, <laughs> oh. oh, it was crazy. It was actually really, it was a, it was a learning curve. I think we've learned that to try and film dialogue and bands on one night is, is not possible. Nah, I, I not knew possible. straight away it wasn't going to work. So, so for the next shoot we're going to do, it's going to be just the bands and we're just... We're going to go, so the good thing is the venues that we're using, we can just hire them out from the, during the week when no one's using them and just put the lights on and just use it for the, or the dialogue stuff. So there's no background music, there's no people talking. And we'll just do it afterwards. We'll just add that in as the, um, the after... Yeah, we got audio. a lot more control. Exactly right, yeah, yeah. And for, and for all the stuff you're going to put in the background of the film, 
odd ADR most of it anyway, because then you've got the, and you've got the skills to be able to do it. So. Yep, yep. Well, that's it. I mean, the thing is, if we, and if everyone doesn't know what ADR is, it's like... Um, is that all lip syncing? Oh, oh, sorry, is we, it, we do the audio over the top. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so you might have some stuff that there's... Or even, it means even audio, audio digital recording. Oh, is that all? So that's all it means. Does that mean like doing the dialogue later after you've already shot it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And it, yeah, so it also, I think it's also the um, yeah. the, the foley work, like things like the sound effects, like if you're picking up a glass oh, yep. and, it, and put the glass yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, that's a fun job. You actually make that sound <laughs> instead of actually recording it. So yeah, really, sound effects will not resolve. Oh, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, exactly yeah. it. So that's good. So as, as dead quiet room as possible, then you make it sound, which is weird because in some of those scenes, you have to be talking like this music loud, so you'd be oh, going, yeah. "Hey, where are you going?" Like screaming almost, and then yeah, you put right. that quiet in the mix and put the music loud, so it sounds like you're in a loud venue. So it would feel weird recording it, mm. but it, it, that's how it's going to work. Otherwise, if you talk like normal sort of speaking, then yeah, right. and there's music blasting, yeah, it's going to sound weird. So that sort of stuff, that, that, that's good though. That would be good yeah, fun to make around with. Real. Yeah, exactly it. Mm. But I mean, what we did do today, I mean, in saying all that, we did manage to get most of um, the first character's uh, dialogue, which was Naomi Tracy. She's playing a, a character called Erica who's the door person for now. She's a friend of Jai's character and in a band as well in the film. And she was talking to the main character for this scene and all we got was her parts. Um, so that was good. And she did pretty well. She did I really actually, well. I, I, I like, I remember seeing Naomi a few years ago. She was, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say it, like she was, she was young, you know, she was a girl. Well, she still she's is. Grown, she's grown up. Well, she's still young. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's grown up with, and I like how chilled and how, oh, mellow, awesome attitude. how mellow her. Yeah. Awesome attitude. <coughs> How mellow her character is. Yeah, exactly, and that's the she's point. She's got a really good persona, and yep. she, she worked well on screen. So. And, that, and that I was sort of, I don't want to write that part for her, I was thinking of her just being herself instead of acting another character, you know? You had to well, be. you've kind of put a lot of people in there that are themselves. That's right. I mean, you're, you're embellished a bit, but you can pull it off, you know what I mean? I pull, I pull stuff off all the time. <laughs> off camera, too. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, no, that's was, really cool. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good fun. It was a good good first first ever attempt at dialogue. Really, that's that's not bad for a first effort. And it's only going to get easier from here. Yeah, we'll learn things from the last one, and we'll do more from the next one. Lighting is always tricky, but music venues always are. So on, on screen, it doesn't matter if it's a bit dark. And you know, I've got the main things right. Just keeping in mind, like when people, some people when they've never acted before tend to smile and they don't realise it. They've got. To oh yeah. Kind of got a, a, a subtle grin on. Ah, face. okay, okay. And maybe keep an eye out for that. Yep, as well. yep, so, yep, I mean, yep. Yeah, some people don't don't realise they're actually doing it. Interesting. Uh, are we doing coffee at Macca's? Oh yeah, Macca's is fine. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing dual task, multitasking here. We're doing the podcast and looking out for the coffee. It's it's past what twelve thirty now. What is it now? Twelve. Oh, it's it's beyond midnight. It, you know, you shouldn't be feeding gremlins anyway. So what, we're what looking, are you talking we're about? We're looking for, for, for looking, looking for coffee. Like what, what time it is? <laughs> so we're just trying to find a place that's open still. Macca's. <laughs> no, that's always. There's it, no Mogwai at Macca's. <laughs> <laughs> that's the quote, isn't it? There's no Mogwai at Macca's. <laughs> There's a. Uh, feel free to uh, send us a. Uh, if anyone wants to fill in anybody, go to our Facebook site. Yeah. We want to see. Uh, there's a free blackjack T-shirt. Oh yes. To whoever sends in the best picture of a mogwai <laughs> to the Stax Podcast Facebook page. <laughs> so just put in Stax Podcast or go to my name Jai D and go through uh, my 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 profile or whatever it is and, and find the Stax Podcast page. Send in a photo of a mogwai and I will send you out a blackjack T-shirt. 
extra, extra, extra large. <laughs> now the mugwai, they're, they're the ones before they turn into gremlins, aren't they? They're, they're the little furry That's, They're the cute ones. They're the cute yeah. ones, right. Then yeah, they yeah. get wet and all And then shit. they and give shit, birth to gremlins. Shit goes south. <laughs> Pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, I'm a bit knackered, Pete. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, what, what about a meal then, too? Now I'm on it, mate. I'm, I'm losing kilos. Are you really? Good job, mate. That's I'm good. on a dieto. Good stuff. That's great. I want a skinny calf. A skinny calf? Cap. A skinny calf. <laughs> a dilly gaff. A dilly gaff. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> what do you have, Mick? Uh, just whatever stands over, man. All right, cool. Okay, glass of petrol for Mick. Glass of petrol for Mick, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I should have coffee. I thought you'd be awake all night. Oh, so, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah, yeah I might skip it, actually. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be, uh, I'll be reading my phone all night. I'm going to go with a, a, um, a chocolate shake. I had a bunch of coffee before I came to the gig, actually. Cold brew. Oh, oh did you? Yeah, big nice. I've been getting into making it. Oh, there you it's go. It's stronger. It's good. That's good, that's good. Yeah. I did one. I've got two hours out of me before I ate the fart sack. Bloody hell. Oh, God. I'm going to go home, unpack, repacked it. The shed looks like a bomb in it. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, well, here's a rare moment on, on Stacks. You've got to hear us oh, no. conversing yeah. with a McDonald's representative. Hi, can I grab a large um, skinny cappuccino? Yep. Could I get one thick shake? What flavour? Uh, just a chocolate, I guess. A chocolate, one large chocolate thick shake and nothing for you, Mick? I'm cool, yeah, leave it. No worries there, that's all, thanks. Yeah. Nice. No worries. On you, mate. Alright, so, 10.20. Which ironically is not the time. <laughs> I always felt sorry for like knackers. They cop a bit of like smart arts in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, know that isn't a word. It would be a bit uh, of obvious. Well, when you do with that many people, you're going to get some. Uh, some Thank you. Have a good 20. Yep. Turn 10. Uh, so there you go. 10 bucks back. Beauty. There you go, mate. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, so like a lot of the young kids, they cop it, don't they? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And just thank you very much. Um, there you go, cheers. I applaud them. I, I applaud them for. Well, they're working. For they're, working. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Exactly right. Exactly right. Anyway, this is a digression, obviously, from the, from the podcast. But um, yeah, I think tonight was really good. How, now, how did you find, from a performance point of view on stage, playing along to yourself? Oh, shit house. Hard, isn't it? It's hard. Yeah. Not just hearing yourself back, but you'll find that there's a certain part you might have missed. In the in the, in the uh, mining, and you think, oh, for the that fuck? our, our <laughs> recording needs a bit of work. It just doesn't flow. Oh, sure, sure. It was all just at one point we're all out of time because uh, the time and moves in the song somewhere. In the in the uh, ending part, or just in general, because the first it felt tight. Like, yeah, but it's not like the, you're going to watch the whole take in nah. one. You won't. You won't. That's, no, that's, that's no, no, it's not going to matter with us. No, that's the beauty of it. Cut by cut. Yeah. Exactly. Except right. for Diddy T is going to use our song in the rolling credits at the end. Right. <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you would probably use one of the Glenn songs, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, well, we're doing um, a song that was yeah, he, in the film he writes, but uh, that, I've, that I've written, he's written lyrics to, and we're, he's going to go to do a, a album launch for this record he's done, and in this album launch, he's going to go to play this song, but he just can't bring himself to sing it, he's so, so stressed out. <laughs> so on stage, he just sort of panics, and then he, he runs off. End of the film, it's going to be a shot of them actually playing the song properly, like he's back there and redeeming himself, you know? Um, so that'll be the last ending credit song. Back there what? Oh, at the venue where he did the album launch. Yeah, but you said back there something himself? Oh, redeeming himself. I thought you said relieving himself. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I thought it was a pretty good scene actually. Funny scene. <laughs> oh god. Must yeah, be must be getting late. No, this is about the uh, chocolate shake. No Cheers. worries. Well, that's a large cappuccino. That, that's a big cappuccino. Like, that's, that's a big, that's a big coffee. Take it on. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Oh. Jeebus. That's not... That's, Jeebus. Thank you. Thanks very much. Have a good night. Thanks, mate. I, um... I wish I was having a chocolate fix shake. Folks at home... Oh, shit, I'm up the gutter. <laughs> Folks at home, I'm, uh, I'm on a diet. Have you lost much yet? Oh, no, nah, about 12 grams. 12 grams? <laughs> I had to get up first thing in the morning, go back to the gym. Oh, nice, that's good. I'm trying to get uh, Adam to the gym. Mm. Has he uh, um, joined or are you trying to get him to join? No, I'm trying to get him there. Mm -hmm. Does he want to go? Or is he just... No, not really. Ah, okay. Hey, I don't think so. But he's, oh, he said he's not in it. He said uh, playing with that Iron Maiden band was a bit of a workout for him. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of uh, they do a lot of two-four timing. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. They yeah. do a lot of shuffling, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The garbage sound, yeah. Right to the hill. That's my favourite Maiden song. <laughs> oh, cool. Run for your lives. Amazing, yeah. Here's a story for you podcasters. I've got a mate. His name's Mark Sneddon. Now I went to school with Mark Sneddon and he was an Iron Maiden fan when we were like twelve or thirteen. Well he is, I think now I could be speaking out of school. He's actually a prime uh, prime minister, he's a headmaster, not a prime oh, minister. Okay, yeah, yeah. Headmaster, I think, of uh, maybe the school that we went to. But he is also the, the president, I think, of the Iron Maiden Fan Club Australia <laughs> and is on first term, name to really no. good friends basis with all of Iron Maiden. Bruce and, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Knows them all very well. And uh, whenever they come, he's like the first guy oh, they ring wow. and said, here's some tickets, Marco, do you want to come That's down? That's brilliant. How good is that? Come backstage and hang out with us and come for a coffee the next day. And oh, wow. Does all that stuff. So, yeah, really good to know. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he had a band called Oracle at school. Oracle. Oh yeah, yeah. Same sort of sound as uh, Iron. Uh, a little bit, mm -hmm. a little bit like that because they were fans, and we had Jason, Jason, uh, Jason Hodges, Jason Hodges, who was yep. played. He plays pretty awesome uh, metally guitar. He's a uh, uh, like an animal activist now. Like a, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back, back, back um, in um, back in uh, good old downtown Newcastle. Newcastle, that's it. Yeah. I think he might live in Medowie or something like that. So shout out to Jason. Not that he's listening, but if you are, <laughs> wow. We shout out to you. Yeah, we shout out to you. <laughs> and uh, Jason Doman on drums. And oh yeah. Keith Jacobson, I think, original bassist. And then it was Troy McClellan. No, he was the other guitarist. I remember going shopping when he bought his Vesta. He bought a Vesta guitar. Vesta, okay. And he said, why should I get the Vesta? I said, I don't know, I just see it as a good investor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your jokes are still shit. I know, I know. So, uh, Pete, what's been happening uh, outside of anticipation in uh, downtown 
Scudley Records Studios. Oh, the studio has been alright. I've had a few bands coming in. I've been busy recording a lot of bands for this anticipation. Because like, like I've done with you guys, I've recorded you guys um, at the studio and we're using the song live. Are you going to bring out a CD, an anticipation soundtrack? Yeah, it will be, yes. That's the plan. What's it called? Eh? It's called Soundtrack, isn't it? No, <laughs> it will be basically exactly it. And it's going to be all the bands that are featured in the um, movie, obviously. Yep. And all the funds are going to my charity. Good. Yeah. <laughs> what about, what about uh, say, film launch? What are, you, what are your plans for... Oh, I want to have a premiere. Yep. Or it'd be awesome if we could have a premiere at, at an outdoor cinema, like the Birdswood Cinemas, outdoor somewhere, like in the summer season. If I can't do that, if it's not ready in time for that, then um, the Warwick, uh, what is it? Grand, I think it is. What, the Warwick, Warwick Grand Cinemas. Massive, massive cinema. And if we get premiere there, it'd be a wicked, it's an awesome sounding room with a massive, massive screen. So that'd be good. And eventually, in the long term, I want to try and get either Screens West uh, WA or Screens WA to distribute it somewhere in their what about, circle of things. Or what about at a, at a venue somewhere you could show the film or parts of the film or have the film on the background while some of the bands do a gig. Oh yeah, it's nice. That's a good idea. I like ah, that. I like that. Ah, I like that. Ah, what, ah. what venues have that? Is it um, the Civic? No, not Civic. I reckon the Civic personally is the best spot. If they, had, if they could do the screen, like if they can do the... Um... I've got a screen, I've got a projector. Okay, cool, sweet. There you go. Bluebone Entertainment has come. <laughs> there you go. Gallantly <laughs> riding in at the last minute to... Uh... <laughs> last minute, that's right. Is Mick, is Mick alive in the background there? What's going on, Mick? Hey, he's good, he's good. Yep. Just meditating. Yep. <laughs> Hope you're not meditating on my back seat. Most <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm not... Masticating. <laughs> masticating. Like you guys in the front. Like I'm <laughs> masticating with a seat. <laughs> Flapping your gums with food in it. <laughs> so you, you're South Perth, aren't you, Mick? Or is it somewhere? Yeah. No, cool, cool. Yeah. So what's your address for the people at home? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're going east. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. East and mm. north. Yeah, yeah, really east then north, you get south. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that's been the anticipation night. You've listened the to Pete. The first one, yep. Uh, the first recording. We will get maybe a couple more guys into the studio at Pete's Place and yep. do a podcast with some of the cast. Yes. And we'll talk about the film as we get a little bit further on later on in the year. Exactly. If not early next year. So, uh, Pete, once again, mate, outstanding work. Thank you. You too, mate. So it's... Uh, Mick in the back, the magician Merlin. Yeah. The wizard. <laughs> the wizard, that's it. The wizard, the bass wizard, and then uh, Pete in the uh, driver's seat, mate. It's been a good night. Yeah. Awesome, right. awesome. West Stacks podcast. Tune in, get us on Facebook. Pete, thank you very much. Thank you. Michael, pleasure once again. I'm Joy. This is Stacks. We're over and out.